0: Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go.
1: All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, a platform. A platform that is dedicated to industrial professionals all around the world because you're bold, brave, you dare greatly, you collaborate, you solve problems, you're changing lives and you're changing the world. That's why we celebrate you on this podcast each and every day. And we are broadcasting on site. It is the Accruent Insight User Community Conference, for lack of a better term. And it is a bunch of people gathering together, solving problems. And I'm telling you right now, it has got a lot of energy, as well as You need to be in this... This this is an interesting hotel. It is uh, Gaylord. It is uh, the size of a small state. Probably Rhode Island. And uh, everybody has the same story. They get lost. And in the hot seat? Richard is in the hot seat. Let's get cracking with the conversation. Did you get lost? No. How come you didn't get lost in the hotel?
0: Because I used the wayfinding that they provided in the app.
1: See, because you're... the. You're the chief product and technology officer. Of course you're going to use that. Not me. I did the classic man thing. I'm going to go and discover. <laughs> so. Three hours later, I finally <laughs> discovered it. Yeah. And, then, and then my wife was going, do you really want to continue to do this? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes, I do. Anyway, it's a beautiful hotel.
0: It's large. A lot of huge. people. huge. It's a half a mile to my room from here. Is it really? Yeah. Measured it. (laughs) Did you?
1: Got the steps in. (laughs) Because it's massive. And and it's... Never mind. It's pretty cool. All right. For the listeners out there, Richard, give us a little background on who you are.
0: Yeah. So I'm the Chief Product and Technology Officer at Accruent. Uh, That basically means uh, everything from how do we come up with ideas, manage products, Through the software engineering and the engineering process to develop them, and then I also have responsibility for the professional services team that goes and implements them, configures them, and so on. So that's a pretty a pretty broad uh, path for me um, at Accruent. And um,
1: see, this is you just—it's like what what, what? what—and then uh, are you mowing the lawns too? And it's like that's 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 big. Yeah. Because all of the conversations I've had with many of the individuals here at Acruent, uh, you got some major plans happening, some really exciting technology, and, and pulling it all together and keeping track of all of that. I, I just it's, it must be exciting and, and I don't know, mostly exciting.
0: Yeah, it's very exciting. In fact, I'm motivated every single day that I come in because there's so many different opportunities in front of us and so many different things that we're doing in in changing the company but also in changing the world. I love the fact and one of the reasons why I came to Accruin is I love the fact that our customers span everything from manufacturing to retail to healthcare and everything in between. And so you cannot touch... The world on a daily basis and likely not come into contact with a customer that's using an Accruent product and that's awesome it is and and one of the
1: things that 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 i was amazed is is all of these verticals that exist within Accruent, and all of this and being able to facilitate some level of success and and solve problems leveraging the technology and and, 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 and then of course, in, in your world, you have to listen to the end user, the client, the, cu- the customer and say, oh, they're talking about this or there's this challenge or whatever it might be. How, take us through that because we're here at this event and everybody's talking and there's so many verticals represented here. And how do you take this energy and then begin to sort of distill it down?
0: You know, I think I think in general, my experience in technology and software is there's always a common theme or a common pattern of what's going on. Um, it could be a process that somebody is following. It could be so. It could be a process of managing leases for a retail location and contracts and projects. Seems much different than work orders in a in a hospital or work orders in a distribution center. But the reality is, all of these are connected because they are processes that people follow there you want to have the most efficient way to do something so when we do voice of customer and when I do and I listen to the customers and what they're saying I actually look for these common patterns of things and you take those common patterns of things and you apply the technologies to it not the other way around you don't take a technology and try to find a problem Shoehorn what yeah. you do is you understand what the customers are trying to do what the industries are trying to do, and then you take the technologies and create the unique differences within each one of those. Okay. Give, us,
1: give us an example. Just just sort of take us through an example of
0: that, if you don't mind. Yeah, a great example is in the, um, in the retail world, um, there is a process by which we manage leases and projects to build new retail locations. Um, Those retail locations are connected ultimately to the asset or the building, the retail location or footprint that are tied to. Those retail locations also need work orders on an ongoing basis. So you take a work order system or a CMMS system that is being used, let's say, through some accruent product or one of our sister companies' service channel that's managing a retail location. You take our Lucernix product, which is managing how do I build those locations. And you take our observed product, which is managing, looking at IoT sensors, looking at information to to detect anomalies or conditions by which a refrigeration unit may go down or may go up. And you you think initially those are all disconnected things, but they're not disconnected things. They may be different products, but what we're doing is connecting all of those products together because there is one workflow you're building a building, you're managing the assets, you're managing the costs and the vendors associated with that building, then tactically it is is something breaking in that building, you know, a, a refrigeration unit, an HVAC unit, something that might, you know, in the case of retail and especially grocery store chains, it can be perishable goods that are going to Uh, costs thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not in cases, millions and hundreds of millions of dollars in large chains. Tie that into our Observe IoT platform and you connect all of those things together and what you have now is an ecosystem that's running and that ecosystem allows us to reduce costs and improve efficiencies because we're moving data between each of those platforms. Each of those platforms are communicating. So I'll give you an example. When we detect through our anomaly detection algorithms that a refrigeration unit is going down in a grocery store, we can inform the work order system to dispatch a technician before the actual refrigeration unit fails. And at that point, the refrigeration unit can be fixed prior to actually losing any merchandise at that retail location. And so when you ask me, how do I look at that from a perspective of Talking to customers, it's funny. You can connect all those work streams together. Somebody's building a location. They want to manage the location and they want to monitor the location. And those things can be tied together, or you can buy individual products to do it. But I look at it as a one large pattern.
1: Is is it possible for me to understand that? Let's say, let's say I I'm a retailer. I get it. Am I in multiple systems?
0: Ah. Uh. That's a great question. So here's the problem that most most people suffer from today. The technological advancements are such that a refrigeration company or an HVAC company may be providing a system, or we call it a pane of glass, that you're looking at as an end user to look at, does this HVAC system operate, is it operating, is it working? now you go over and you look at our observe platform and you say oh is it broken is it not broken and then you look at the maintenance system and say is it not broken or broken we call this multiple panes of glass so our goal and our strategy at accruant is moving users from multiple panes of glass to a single pane of glass but i'm going to highlight something of what our vision is my vision is no panes of glass so essentially a smart environment that operates on its own and tells you in the morning when you come into work that we actually detected a problem, dispatched a technician, they turned a wrench and fixed it, fixed the refrigeration unit, fixed the HVAC unit, it's back online, it never went down in the first place, and oh, by the way, you got to sleep peacefully at night and not get woken up at 3 a.m. in the morning trying to find a technician to fix it. It has to happen that way.
1: And I agree with you hundred percent because there are a lot of companies out there and me being exposed to them. These, these multi systems, there's always gonna be one, one individual's gonna rely on one system and they're just gonna constantly live in that system and forget about the other you know, stepchildren over here, right? It has to be that way. And it, it's almost like the, like the SaaS model outside of everything. I have I have my my application in in the cloud, and it just gets updated. I don't see it. It's just like hey, there's a new feature. Hey, that's great. The same thing can exist for the assets. It's like I've got my HVAC. It I don't even have the technology exists in such a way that it's going to communicate. You can you can dispatch you know trusted
0: technicians, and it just magically happens. That's exactly right. That's the way it needs to be. And in fact, the technology exists in most corporate and even retail, and certainly in manufacturing, the technology and compute, the computer processing power exists. More processing power exists to create what this single pane of glass or no pane of glass, smart, intelligent environment, than exists in an autonomous vehicle, that it exists in a Tesla. You know, a Tesla is running on its own without a driver or could run on its own without a driver we believe a building can run on its own without a driver brilliant
1: brilliant that's a great analogy and i agree with you 100 percent. and i was talking to, who was it, speaking to speaking to somebody else and i said i want my home to be like that i want my home refrigerator to have that same level of analytics to, to proactively communicate now now there's all this other you know challenge with that but it, ideally I want somebody to come knocking on my door and saying yeah the compressor is looking to fail and and uh, we don't want you to lose all we're going over here and it's, it's all a part of the the service part of the program part of the program yeah so you're heading down that road you're heading down that direction to me that is exciting and it's all doable given all of the, the machine learning or AI or whatever you want to call it all of the the ability to to collect the data to analyze the data it's all all do when do you or you're heading down that road do you have sort of a timeline in something to that effect or is that just i think
0: i think what we will start to see because we're already starting to bring together the systems now and we're actually starting to reach out and bring in to the ecosystem third-party systems and connectors and what i mean by that is Accruant is not going to solve this alone. We're going to solve it in partnerships. We're going to solve it through integrations to other systems. Because if we were trying to solve for every asset type, every possible piece of equipment in the world, that would be difficult. So what we're going to do is bring in information from all of these things. And we're already starting to do that with our... um, work order system, with maintenance connection. We're already starting to do that with our Observe IoT platform. So I think what you're going to see is a progression. It won't be flip the switch or snap your fingers and it's done. You'll see huge advancements between now and through 2024. And I think this is not a 5 or 10 year thing. The advancement of technologies in the last 4 years has been tremendous. In the next 2, it will be even faster at a faster pace. And so... What you will start to see is these interconnected, smart, intelligent um, environments enabled by accruent a software and partnerships that we have really going into fourth quarter of this year and throughout 24 and 25. We feel like you can't wait to 2030 to make that happen. No you know and by the way, when you get to 2030, anyone that hasn't started doing it is going to be too late.
1: Yeah, I, I've had this conversation with a number of companies, and I said, it, it, at a minimum, at a minimum, you, you got to find those trusted individuals to have this conversation. Just have it to look at your business, to assess that business, and to see if there's a roadmap forward in light of all of this, this these advancements, this technology. This, it's 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 imperative. Change is happening, but to your point, four years ago. Four years ago, uh, I was broadcasting in Barcelona, no, it was five years ago, and and throughout the year, the, you could see how quickly the conversation has changed to, hey, this would be great to be able to, to, now nah, now nah, we got this 27 use cases of so whatever it might be. It's that fast, and I don't, I don't see how you, with the way, the, with with the way technology and the speed at which and the human ability to adopt. Like, that's still a sort of a, a speed bump in the progress. Where I want to know, I want to know, know, and I got to know. And, and, and. I,
0: I think there's two things that are happening that are, that are speeding this up, and one is going to make it easier to adopt, and the other is going to make it easier to manage the change. The easier to adopt is that the cost of these things is going down, the availability... Yes. Of OpenAI, yeah, yeah, ChatGPT, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of the things people talk about, but IoT sensors themselves have gone down in price and continue to go down in price. You can literally censor the entire world. You can censor your entire house if you wanted to. Yeah. No CO2 levels, occupancy levels, heat maps, all sorts of different things. You know, on equipment, you could tell whether it's vibrating or not vibrating. You can, you know, all of these things exist and now are at such lower prices that it isn't just major corporations or big companies that can afford them anyone really can afford them that i like yeah and i i think the other part is change management which is is really um, using chat gpt and open ai and these technologies to actually facilitate and help users through the transition and progression and that being is that you know we often think of ai as something where we're going to ask a question and it's going to give us back um, a reply and we're going to go do something. But the reality is, when you're starting to use these newer systems, you're going to want to know, how is the system actually working? What is really going on? And I, and you are going to want to ask questions, but those questions are going to be more like, what just happened? What happened last night? That's What's right. happening to this asset?
1: And, and to be able to take that, the, the, that solution, that technology, and to look at data, and, and to provide real tangible insights because it's one thing for me to look at the data and it's like, oh god, that's a tsunami. It's it's hard. But to, to be able to use a you know, or leverage a platform like that to be able to create and compress that time and say, nope, 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 that's what it is. That to me is fascinating. I think that, that's that that to me is a, a fascinating solution. Yeah, that's just me. Anyway. So, how do people get a hold of you?
0: Uh, Richard.Lurig@acruent.com.
1: Because they—that's right. Because they need to get a hold of you. And They need to have this conversation with you. Because we've just scratched the surface, and we've already been at 20 minutes, and you have wow. to go. Yeah. See? How about that? No. Exciting you, stuff. You—it's really exciting. You know, it's—it's it's so interesting for me to be on this side of the mic and to talk to leaders like you, and—and and to see. How it has evolved. And and like you said, in two years, it's like a switch with the the, the, the chat GPT. Just all of a sudden, it's like, bam, that is happening. That's great. You were great, Richard. I really appreciate the conversation. Thanks. All right, right, listeners, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. We're going to have all the contact information for Richard out on industrialtalk.com. So fear not, you need to reach out to this gentleman because... Fingers on the pulse is an understatement. So stay tuned.
0: We will be right
1: back.
0: You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network.
1: All right. Richard's his name. That was at Accruent Insights. And you need to put him on your bucket list to connect via LinkedIn. Because he's out there. I'm looking at his stat card. Yeah. That's a must because it's happening. It's happening as we speak. The technology, the innovation, the ability to be able to see into those assets happening today and it's only going to get better. It's only going to get more insightful and, and individuals like Richard as well as Team Accruent are going to make it happen. I love the pane of windows or glass that he was speaking of in the conversation. That sort of just like resonated with me. All right. Go out to Industrial Talk. And we have some webinars out there specifically around utilities, specifically around aligning the PF curve with your supply chain strategy. Both are out there. Go out to Industrial Talk. They're on demand. All right. Be bold. Be brave. Derek greatly. Hang out with Richard. You'll change the world. We're going to have another great conversation
0: shortly.